Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where my goal is to help you break out of old paradigms, ask the right questions in your search for a deeper meaning for your life, and help you shift from a spiritual skeptic to a free thinker. Let's dive in with today's adventure. Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast. And this podcast is coming from the country of Lebanon. I'm actually sitting in Beirut right now. I've been trying to upload a podcast for the past couple days here, and it has not worked out very well. So this is hopefully this one will work. But I've been here in this amazing and beautiful country for uh, for about a week or so, and I've had the opportunity to visit a number of places. And the point of all this is I'm trying to continue my spiritual journey uh, in this very spiritual place actually this is not maybe something that would hit you initially as a spiritual place but it is i also need to apologize a little bit for the audio of this podcast i'm doing it in a place obviously where there's background noise so i won't have any uh, sexy music to play in the background but you might hear background noise and uh, some speaking probably in arabic so i figured as part of this journey that i would come across people that I could discuss spiritual topics with, and I wasn't disappointed. On the plane over here, I happened to sit for a little while anyway next to a gentleman who was from India, but it turned out he's also a very devout Christian. And we spent a lot of time talking about the Bible, and especially since he found out I was a Freemason. So he was sitting next to me, and you know, we got you always talk to a person about what you're doing and where you're going, and I explained to him my one of my goals here in Lebanon had to do with Freemasonry. And his, he said, oh, that's a cult, isn't it? <laughs> I, I think he saw me, he wasn't trying to proselytize or convert me, but I think he saw me as kind of a heathen of opportunity, if you will. And so he spent a lot of time, most of his sense to start it with, the Bible says this or the Bible says that. And I have, I have no objection to that. It's just that his whole frame of reference, his whole world is what the Bible says. And he told me a number of times that he takes everything in the Bible literally, and that is his, uh, his, his life. So I respect him and uh, appreciate what he was telling me from his perspective, but um, I, I left our conversation there still convinced about what I believe. I also came here to Lebanon to visit some spiritual places, and two of those were a place called Mata Shabel, which is a monastery and church for St. Charbel. He lives up in the mountains here, uh, not far from a place called Juni or Jebel, which is also called Biblos. But very interesting monastery. St. Charbel is a relatively recent kind of thing. He was canonized by Pope Paul VI sometime in the 1970s. I don't remember the exact date. And but highly venerated, highly respected, highly loved here in Lebanon. And in fact, it was someone uh, whom I know who's Lebanese who suggested that I, I go there to visit this place. Uh, there was a, a very high level of spiritual energy. You know, whether, whether you're uh, Catholic or Buddhist or whatever, however you derive or find your spiritual energy, I think is, it's all the same source. It's all the same source of spiritual energy. But the monastery where St. Charbel lived was there, and then there was another church nearby where he's buried, and his tomb is in this uh, this church. 
That was interesting. And then the, another place we visited on this little tour was a place called Harissa. And Harissa is there's this huge statue of the Blessed Virgin, or Mother Mary, overlooking the Bay of Juni. And that was also interesting. There are people in the chapel there prostrated and praying and uh, prost- prostrate <laughs> and praying. And, uh, you know, I respect and certainly appreciate the reverence and adoration that people have. Again, there was a, a, a sense of spirituality on this very high place that overlooked a beautiful view of Lebanon. The thing about Lebanon, of course, is it is a country that has many, many problems, but it also has many solutions. So the problems most, most of you listening to this are familiar with. The country of Lebanon, of course, has many spiritual, uh, many religious factions. It's even reflected in the way their government's organized. And back in the 1970s, that led to a civil war, which lasted from 75 to uh, about 91, I think, and completely devastated a large portion of the country, especially Beirut. And there's still scars of that here. And then, of course, the pandemic was also very, very harmful to the economy here in this part of the world. They were already going through an economic crisis, and that deepened after the pandemic. So there was an economic crisis, social unrest, riots violence and then there was the explosion in 2020 of the port here which i didn't really appreciate i don't think americans really appreciate how devastating that was to to the country of lebanon not just beirut itself it completely obliterated a large portion of the port area but the shock wave damaged stores and shut down whole areas of the of the beirut area because of uh, broken glass windows structural damage so all of those problems have really caused a lot of issues here in, in Lebanon. When I say they have a lot of solutions, the solutions is just in the character of the people. They're amazingly resilient. And all those religious factions right now seem to work together. Another thing is they've been here forever. And so I had the opportunity, over the years I've visited a number of places in Lebanon, but I've been to you know Baalbek out in the valley and Anjar, ancient civilizations, Roman civilizations, and then there's all the cities, Tripoli and Batron and Jebel, which is Byblos, Beirut, Sidon, Tyre. There are remnants of so many civilizations here, they don't, they don't even know really how old they go back, seven, 8,000 years before Christ. So to me, the people here that are facing all these crises and all these problems the proof of their resilience is at their feet every day. The proof of the fact that they're still going to be here and survive is, is all around them and underneath them, and they're walking on civilizations that are buried beneath their feet that have been here forever, well, for a long time. And so it's, it, it is an amazingly resilient population. Um, all you have to do is just see how they, uh, <laughs> they have very few traffic lights here in Beirut. And I've been driving quite a bit with some of my friends here. And how they do it, I, I would never, I don't get it. It's, it's like two major intersections coming together, you know, like the Beltway in Washington, D.C. And, uh, and 495. And there's no traffic light. And everybody just, nobody stops. They just keep going, but it works. And it actually is a lot faster than if there was a traffic light. But how does all this relate to the whole soul thing? Again, I see this as a spiritual place. I see this as a spiritual region. It's interesting because people are spiritual and there's so many 
religious factions here, religious divisions, that uh, it still works. Most of the people that I know and, and meet here are spiritual. I, I wouldn't say they're, they're devout in terms of being religious type people, but there are devout Muslims here, certainly. A large part of this country is uh, dominated or controlled, if you will, by a Hezbollah. And I, and I think they're very devout Muslims. By the time I've been here, it's been wonderful, it's been peaceful. Lebanon is an absolutely fascinating, amazing, beautiful place. I need to have friends here and people that help guide me around because I wouldn't wouldn't try getting around Beirut on my own just yet. <clears throat> but uh, it's just an amazingly beautiful country. And just another quick thought about how they, they get along together here. One of the Masonic events we had uh, during the week was a large banquet. A couple hundred, maybe, I don't know, 300, 400 people. But as part of the entertainment, there were a number of Lebanese, traditional Lebanese dancers that came in. Now, frankly, I wouldn't know the difference between traditional Lebanese dancing and, uh, and the twist. But uh, they came in and they started this dance and everybody, everybody just was into it. A lot of people were dancing and they knew it. And there were people at the tables, I could just tell they were dancing either with each other or just moving to the music. And it was kind of a, a unifying a unifying thing. And I, I did mention that I think that it demonstrated for me that the people here in Lebanon have much more in common than they have and what divides them. And just watching the reaction to that music and that traditional Lebanese dancing uh, made me realize they have a deep, rich cultural heritage that they can be proud of. So it's been an amazing experience being here. And, and just back to the spiritual side, spending so much time in so many spiritual places. Just walking around downtown Beirut the other day, you know, there were Roman ruins of Roman temples, and there were Byzantine ruins of Byzantine temples. The Roman period was, you know, just before Christ, a, a couple hundred years afterwards. Byzantine era was after that. Of course, I've seen ruins of Phoenician temples, the L-shaped temple and the obelisk temple in Jebel. Um, to me, those are all still spiritual places. I got a really strong sense of spirituality when I was at Jebel or Biblos around those temples. All these different successes, successive civilizations have temples and ruins of temples and remnants of temples here. And of course, there's Christian and Orthodox and Maronite and, and Druze, and there's even Jewish synagogues here. And they all attest to the spirituality of this region. So it's not all about violence or bad things. The people here are highly religious. There's also a kind of a paradox about that. I was in one town, Batrun, where there's an ancient Phoenician wall there. And we were walking through this beautiful little town of Batrun, and there was a shrine. There's shrines all over the place, at least in this part of the country, which is the, the northern part. Uh, the shrine had some figurines in it, uh, Virgin Mary and, and Jesus. And it was, you know, about the size of a large Bible, glass enclosed. Anyway, right above it on this little side wall of the town was a much larger advertisement with a beautiful woman, uh, somewhat scantily clad, heavily made up, and advertising something. I don't know, it was in Arabic. But that juxtaposition of, you know, religious, religious icons and marketing is all over, all over this place, all over Lebanon. It was one of the first things that struck me many years ago when I came here was these huge billboards of ideals of what women should look like, mostly, mostly women, and all kinds of expensive products. And there's 
amazing luxury cars. People drive cars here that, you know, I, I rarely don't see in my neighborhood. Uh, every, many, many Mercedes and, and BMWs and Maseratis and very expensive cars. And then there's also people here that are terribly, terribly poor. A lot of those are Syrian refugees, um, which is another problem that Lebanon has, the refugee population. But the spiritual place, it's been a spiritual journey. It's part of my spiritual awakening. And I just wanted to share this little journey with you. Well, that wraps up things for today. Can you do me a favor? Can you hit the subscribe button wherever you download this podcast? That way you'll never miss an episode. And even more importantly, can you leave a review? On most phones, you just need to scroll down below the episodes and you'll see the review options there. Both things will help other seekers such as yourself find this podcast more easily. And that's what I'm looking for. More awesome people like you. And thank you until next time. Bye-bye.